Hello, it's episode 78 of the Evil G Podcast. I am Colin, as always, joined by Stu. Hello. Let's go, Stu. All good, all good. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't make it round for this week's pay-per-view, but uh, sadly, day job called, so that sucked. But I was able to watch it the next day. Thanks for not spoiling anything. Not that I, know uh, I wouldn't. Would. Can't no. beat watching it. Yeah, I bet you there was a good atmosphere watching it live. Eugene sleeping on the, the seat. <laughs> he did fall asleep. How far did he make it? Uh, I'm not sure. I wasn't wasn't paying up because it was a very good pay per view. So it was. Um, fuck, man. Have you ever had like a really intense dream to where it like affects what you're actually doing in real life? This this is gonna sound really scary, by the way. Right. Okay. Because. This this is sounding very odd. What are you talking about? I just uh, thought I need to tell someone this. <laughs> so like, okay. I I usually I sleep very soundly. Usually don't remember dreams. The whole again. I remember this very vividly. It only lasted a few seconds for whatever reason. I was underwater swimming, trying to swim to the surface. I can remember seeing the surface. There was light, mm-hmm. and I was not going to make it. And I woke up because. In my sleep, I was holding my fucking breath, oh. and I woke up, I was like, Jesus Christ! Okay, Fuck. so, this is gonna sound odd. The other night, I dreamt that I, we were all out somewhere, I think it was, I can't, it was like half Belfast, half Port Rush, because some of the streets are definitely from Belfast, but then as I was, I got lost, you see, right? And it was daytime when I got separated from you all, but by the time I realized I was completely fucking lost, it was dark. Right, and I saw you know Port Rush where like the the hill down to Barry's would be. Yeah. Right. So then I was there, and I was like, "Oh shit, I am in the wrong place. I have to get to the Europa bus station." Looking at <laughs> Barry's, I said, "I have to get to the Europa bus station." <laughs> You're a bit far off there. I a wee bit far off, but I turned to, I turned and looked around and realized I was like one of like three people in the street, pitch black, and this guy started walking towards me, and he just had a look on him, and I was like, oh, Jesus, here we fucking go. And he swung at me, and I swung at him, and I actually swung in my sleep. Oh, now, shit. Th- now, thankfully, I was on my back, so I swung upwards, but I just thought to myself, Jesus, if I was lying on my side, I would either crack my bedside table, or worst, crack my missus. <laughs> so I was like, ah, that was odd. To be fair, I probably threw, you know, it probably felt like I threw an absolute, you know, building break and punch, but it was probably just like an arm flick, really, or something. Just I don't know. Noodle arm. Yeah. I mean, noodle arm. All right. But yeah, I, I, I've done things like that before. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very weird when it happens. I've never held my breath sleeping, though. That's very odd. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, it's like, I'm underwater now. I need to get the surface. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to. I don't know what was happening before, how I got there. That's the only part I remember. Must have been like about 10 seconds of swimming, yeah. <laughs> trying to get to the surface. I'm a shit swimmer too, so... I don't <laughs> oh, know. that would be a nightmare. Um, right, I've been playing a couple of things. Uh, not a lot of a couple of things, so I've um, played a wee bit. Um, new things. So first um, is a game called Pentiment that came out this basically these two games i played one is the opposite of a stew game and one is the antithesis no that is opposite that one is an exact stew game yes <laughs> stew so, has the other one dying to play it <laughs> so pentiment um 
It's uh, a game from Obsidian. Oh, right, okay. I didn't know they were making anything else. Yeah, uh, apparently getting bought by Microsoft. Weird hmm. stuff, which this is. So it's kind of a, a 2D adventure game. And it's done in 16th century woodblock style woodprint where they would uh, illustrate books. You know, like you, you get in old timey books, you'd have an elaborate first letter. Um, yes. uh, illustrations in the books they do them by carving it and print pushing it onto the page um so yeah i've been playing that and you play as an artist in holy roman empire in the 16th century um and basically you're at this monastery you're working uh, a masterpiece so you can become a master and open a workshop and stuff and you've been traveling around uh, this is a thing artists did back then. They, you know, they travel, improve their craft, um, and then shit happens. There's a murder. Someone, uh, one of the monks, has been set up for it, and you're trying to sort of solve solve this like murder mystery. Now, I think it mm. does time skips and that. This is just the the first sort of one, um, and it's all done in this style, two D plane. Uh, you're sort of walking around. You, you can do sort of timed. Like, you have the morning, you can choose to do something, then you'll have lunchtime, afternoon sort of thing. And mm. you're like, there's multiple things you can do in each each uh, period of time, uh, but you can't do everything. And you have to, like, choose what's, what you want to do. Like, for example, when this guy got killed, um, you, you had earlier been walking through the, the village and up to the monastery with him. And there was a couple of things you noticed, like uh, people giving him dirty looks like this. This woman uh, shouted at him uh, for whatever reason. Uh, a bunch of nuns gave him a dirty look. Um, so you you have to choose between like joining a guy to, to, to look at the dead body or you can go find that woman and talk to her and see what the crack or find things. And, but like you can only you only got time to do one. Um, so it's everything's very, very choice based, uh, you know. If if you're the type of person who can't stand that sort of thing, like missing something or like you know, people will get anxiety about the oh, I don't know which one to do. Um, yeah, yep. uh, For you, um, but yeah, th- myself, uh, like it's not grabbing me at the minute. Like I don't know if I'll go back to it. It's just that the story isn't really grabbing me. I don't mind the game. I don't mind the, the whole blog choice or on see how that plays out. That's fine. It's just the it's a lot of walk here, talk to this person so far. Yeah. And walk there, talk to someone there. There's like it is an event. Mm. Um it's also very fucking heavy on the religion, which is understandable because like where it is, when it is, that yeah. is the fucking center of everything. Yep. Like it's madness. It's like some of the I, I'm pretty sure some of the the replies I've been saying to you know the the monks and that would have me burned at the stake already <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking um it's definitely got a hell of a look to it um wood print that uh, would definitely make it stand out. um and the, it's really well written uh but I think it might be a bit slow for my taste but I might it's one of those games where like you hear do you hear everyone talking about that uh, immortal did i talk about playing that i did yeah it's like everyone's like oh this is amazing uh, you play it and it's like boring you just scrubbing footage 
And apparently that's what all that guy's like yeah. going through. Um, you probably feel well clever if you found something, but like if you're someone like myself who doesn't notice things, you're just going to be going, yeah. no, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Well, I guess <laughs> I, I, I'm not. in that Immortal, I found the first weird thing, immediately knew where it was going. I was like, well, there's no point in playing this now. <laughs> it's like right hey, the one's clearly weird all hidden in this it's like once it's burned that oh surprise if I play this backwards I see something different it's kind of right we're done now you've you've, you've done your thing uh, but Pentiment uh, I would say if you like adventure game it's not uh, it's not voiced or anything though it's all it's a lot of reading mm. um, but it does have a, a cool thing because like script and quality like uh, different types of people will ha- use different script like like uh, peasants will have very simple whereas you know nobles will have elaborate you can turn that all off if you have trouble elaborate scripts uh but yeah that's that's pentiment it's on game pass risk of 16th century murder mystery go for it i like the idea of the murder mystery though and the idea of you know sort of being only able to do one thing to find out what's happened so yeah yeah, you, you, I haven't got that far in there, but you know it's that, that type of game that's going to have multiple outcomes and whatever, yeah. the stuff you're picking. It's one of those, that will be remembered games, you know, so-and-so will remember this yep. <laughs> types of things. So, you know, uh, the you know, the walking type of stuff. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the other game I was playing just before we jumped on here, which came out today, was uh, Gungrave Gore. I don't know what gore stands for because it. Yep, I'm, I'm not figured that out myself. And fuck me, this is this is a 2009 ass game. <laughs> yep, this is a PS2 era game. It really is, and it does not up the thing. I've like I only literally played half the first level before we came on, but the moment it started, I went, "Yep, this is PS2 era up in this fucking scroll." It, yeah. it does make. No apologies for being old. It's just like I'm old. Get over it. Yeah, they, they, there, there's no attempt to make this modernized or anything. I when I was playing it, I was like, this feels like a, maybe an Xbox 360 type thing. And then there was quick time events, and I was like, was there quick time events in the others, the PS2? No, ones? no. not the originals. There you go. There's something they updated. They put like, quick time. Like, what events. do you what do you mean quick time? Do you mean during like cutscenes or in game? During cutscenes, I walked oh, in. No, day thing. I walked in and then a thing started to fall on my head and I pushed a button and I moved and then another thing was going to fall on me and I had to push another button. <laughs> and I was back to shooting. <laughs> back to shooting. Do you know the one problem I've had with it so far? And this is just me being a, an arse, but the controls, right? Uh, uh, R2 is obviously shoot. Yeah. And in the original two, it was square. And the thing is, and as I'm sure you've noticed, you're going to use your shoot button a lot in this game. Yes. Uh, I don't like having I don't like having to keep hitting R2 because that's what broke my bloody spring on my first PS5 controller was playing Serious Sam and mm. I wrecked my controller. And it's like I really want to change my controls, but I can't. There is no option to change. Really? I hate that in games. Why not let me customize my controller? Uh, you think this being a, a like this is a throwback to a bygone era? Like mm-hmm. it is. You, so you think they'd they'd be all like, "I classic controls." Here you go. Even Aye. if they don't let you customize, just go. Here's the classic. Aye, here's uh, the original Gungrave controls. Aye, okay, let me do that. And the way that shoots as well, it's like one push. He fires four times. Yes. Um, 
and doing that on the trigger, I feel there's a bit of a disconnect. It like feels like mm. I'm pushing the trigger, so that should be shooting, or let me hold it down and let him go fucking buck wild. That was another option you used to have in the originals. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't unlocked, so maybe you'll get it down the line. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I, I was just—I was like, I just wish I was hammering square here when I was blasting. But that's my one problem with it so far. Other than that, for the half a level I played, I was like, "Yep, <laughs> this is exactly what I expected." Walk forward, shoot everything. It's all very like. It's it's like dressed up like a Devil May Cry or Bayonetta, but oh, it's, it's like way more simple than that. Yes, it's, like it's more like a House of the Dead. Yeah, it's like walk forward, hit the button, heal aim and everything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not doing his dance for me yet. Oh, right, so you haven't got that far. Um, oh, okay, thank fuck. Because I was so, like, no, they didn't get rid of his dance. So, the so there's two, two things I assume you're maybe referring to if you stop moving mm. and hit the trigger four times in a row yep. he'll 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 start doing bayonetta i'm gonna say bayonetta a lot here because point of reference because you can do this with bayonetta if you it's if you do a 360 circle on the deep it's a lot harder so if you do a full i think it's a 360 and then hit one of your gun buttons you'll be like planted to the spot and then you can move the camera around bayo and just shoot like crazy and she'll like do the fuck dancey shooty stuff which but in this it's like if you just stop moving and do four uh trigger pulls in a row he'll just start doing the fucking thing and you can still move the camera and he'll be yep. like shooting gun kata behind him all Wait. sorts but there's another one where you can just start bashing fucking y or triangle I don't oh. know what that's all about. <laughs> okay, it's like, do, do this when you're surrounded. It's like, <laughs> just fucking shooting in all directions. And I'm just hitting, hitting, hitting why I'm on an Xbox. It, it definitely is. It's a, and the first two were as well. It's a power fantasy game. It's like, you're this massive undead cowboy. Here's a bunch of bodies. We think they're drug dealers. I'm not sure, but who cares? Go in, wipe them out and look Wait, class doing it. He's undead? Oh yeah, Graves dead. That's his point. Is is he was a rich right? So I'm gonna tell you something very strange. See the anime series of Gungrave. Mm-hmm. It is fucking amazing, and it actually tells a really cool story. Right. Okay. The games came out first, and their story was absolutely bonkers to the point where I don't know how the fuck these writers came up with this amazing story for the show, but it has fuck all to do with the game, basically. Because <laughs> the game had like a guy turning into a giant head and trying to pull you into the middle of the earth and all that there. Okay. That obviously does, that does not happen in the show. It's more like a, a mafia thing, but they did keep the whole thing about him being resurrected. So Grave was called Brandon. He was a mafia hitman. And then he was killed by his best friend. Then he was brought back and he just basically wiped out the entire mafia. Sort of the same in the games, but now he's got like a whole crew and all this here. So Yeah, this just launches in and assumes you know all this. Yes. <laughs> Who uh, are all these people? Apparently the fucking there was a couple of shit VR games came out like three or four years ago, maybe even longer now. Um because these were all these games were meant to come out like within six months of each other, and they seen how shit the VR games, you know, reviewed and all the rest of it, and went right, scrap that, and let's start again. So that's why this took so. But, I'm guessing uh, VR shoot. Well, apparently it was still like a third person shooter. Like, what's the fucking point in the VR if you're going to do a third person shooter? Um, but 
yeah, the, the, this feels more like it's PS2 predecessors. Like, walk forward, shoot everything, and here's a somewhat somewhat of a story between levels. It's doing so much of the platinum thing like it wants to be, and then I I find myself being like, I should be able to move more. I, I, he moves so fucking slow. Like, yeah. it, ha- it has a dodge. The enemies can run faster than your fucking dodge. Yeah. Uh, the, <laughs> the whole point of the dodge... It's not the dodge, it's just they look cool. You have to understand this game. Like, this is the one game, I don't care how good you get, you will never see a YouTube no-hit run on Gungrave. No. Never. You can't. Never. You're getting hit. Like, yeah. it's just... Like, but uh, there's times where, like, I've come across big guys with hammers now, and they're running at me with a hammer, and it doesn't give you much room to do. Nope. They, they just run up and fucking. If <laughs> uh, you try to dodge, they're like just running right beside you and then hit you when you come under the dodge. It's like, what is the point in this? Um, the only time I found it in the slightest bit useful was in the boss fight at the end of the first level because the boss is the thing where it's like, here's an area that I'm about to attack. And yep. I dodged and got out of that area. Um, it does have a parry for a very specific uh, guy that fires missiles. Um, it. it it's fucking the, the the melee is just useless in general. Besides that, like you can I, hit things. I with. Like the originals, the the first couple of levels, the melee is pointless. But then you get all these mad upgrades, and then like by the end of the game, when you're doing your melee, there's explosions coming out of the coffin as you melee. So your melee then becomes this fucking room clearing thing of death. But that's if they follow that. I don't know if they will, but uh, mm. that that it's always the thing. It's like. You start off pretty badass. By the end of the game, you're nearly unstoppable. It's like, I why are these boys still trying to kill me 10 hours later? I'm clearly not going to die. And you've also got a hook-type thing to pull enemies towards you or pull That's, yourself. Is that new? That is new, yes. I find it handy because like, people or enemies go into like a, a stun state sometimes, and then that's how you get your upgrade materials, by performing finishers on them but he moves so fucking slow it can be really annoying to get to them but it then lets you pull them um, I, I didn't notice they removed the run button because oh, the first thing be... yeah the first the, the first thing i went to do was run forward and when i hit the button he started swinging the coffin i was like right what's my fucking controls and that's when i looked at the controls and i was like what the fuck's this where's my sprint button so no sprint button anymore um I find it's right. So it's one of these games that grades you as well, which I think the the audacity of this fucking thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, all I'm doing is hitting shoot repeatedly, <laughs> and then I'm trying to, but because it's like got it's got like a Devil May Cry style combo thing as well, where it's like the more you shoot, the more it goes up, and it gives you like you know it's like, like Devil May Cry, be like a beast. It's doing that as well, except. Like, I'm trying to keep that going just by shooting mm-hmm. things, but then it's, it's giving me stretches where there's no enemy, so I'm, like, fucking finding anything to shoot a car, a barrel, whatever, to try and keep that thing going, but it never works out. Sure. And then at the end, it goes, I that was a C. It's like, I literally shot everything you possibly threw, threw at me. It's like, I couldn't shoot anymore. What do you want? <laughs> I honestly believe the only way you can get an A, if I'm not mistaken, is to keep it going the whole fucking level. But even at that, that's insanity. I did actually get an A um, 
on that last level I did, but I think that was because it wanted to show off the thing I was talking about. You know, we hit Y at the start, mm. so I like got like like the combo meter went up to like seven hundred odd in that <laughs> one opening part. Um, I don't yeah. I don't know if it's gonna keep keep doing that. Oh, can you go back and play old levels once you've got more you skills? Yep, it's right there on the menu, right between go back. So uh, I, th- I imagine that might be the way to get your S ranks on levels, um, mm-hmm. and and that's like platinum or Devil May Cry as well. It's like you're never supposed to do it perfect mm-hmm. first time because you can't do half the shit you're supposed to be able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's it does. <laughs> it's definitely. Uh, I th- I think I'm not I'm not trying to. I know that this game will either be loved or hated. It will be that there's going to be no one that goes, oh, that's okay. You're either going to go, that's class, that's good fun, or go, no, this is fucking shite. I would go out. So here's the thing. So Devil May Cry, uh, Bayonetta, those games are games that are completely designed to make you feel like, but Mm -hmm. those games, it's very hard to do that. Uh, they make you work for it. <laughs> they make you work for it. This does not. <laughs> so if you want to feel like a cool badass, but don't want to try very hard, and just just it's a, it's a it seems like it's a very chilled out game to play and just go through mincing through enemies and there's an appeal to that, I think. If you're watching it, you're probably thinking like if you had no idea what this game was and you were watching your mate play it, you'd be all fuck this guy's amazing. Jeez, he just wiped out fifty boys there and him just sitting hitting the one button. And like, I I'm I'm amazing at this game. Yeah, you barely any can hear. That's the biggest difference between that and like. Yeah. Well, I I've been playing like, like, like Bayonetta. You're in control of everything. Like the worst mm. thing you can do in Bayonetta. Is, yes. But in this, it's like mash, mash harder, yeah. fucking mash. <laughs> you're encouraged to mash. If you're losing, you're not mashing hard enough. Yeah. I, I'm not mad at it. It's it's just a, uh, be interesting to see, mm. and it's short short levels. I have to admit as well, I think it's got a cool look to it, but the Gungrave games always did. The original two were very cel-shaded, you see. Hmm. They were they, they were made to look like a, an actual sort of anime stroke manga book, um, whereas this one has a more sort of real... It's still got the, the style of it, but it's more sort of actual graphic, shall we say, rather than the cel-shading. But it's got a cool look to it. You know hat? I thought this guy was... Well, that's the thing. He had a hat in the first one, and then I never liked this suit in the second one. Well, everyone always says, oh, he's cooler in the second one. It's like, bullshit. He was the coolest <laughs> coolest in the first one, to the point where I actually have a statue of him. I have a statue of Grave from the first Gun Grave game, and he's just a bad-looking bastard. And you have to have him in the hat. So uh, because I got the, the day one edition I pre-ordered, I didn't even realize it was out. I, the Amazon man came to my door the day, and I was all, what the fuck's this? What, Jesus, Gun Grave? <laughs> 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 I, I, I was playing Evil West, you see, and then... You're so excited you forgot it was coming out. <laughs> I, I, th- I was convinced it was like two weeks away. I was like, I'll, I'll get Evil West now and then sure, I'll get G- Gungrave's coming in a couple of weeks' time. No, fucking arrived at my door. Well, but, from, um, from, yeah, from one uh, very stew game to another very stew game, then tell yes. us about Evil West. Evil West is straight off the bat, I'm just gonna, it is a fantastic game. Um, so, vampire western game. I don't think there's enough of those around. There's not enough vampire western shit just to begin with, because to me that is the perfect setting. Vampires in the Wild West—it's <laughs> just brilliant. But um, I don't know them. The or the developer, Flying Wild Hog. Don't know what else they've done, but mm. they have hit a home run with this one because it plays 
and I'm, I don't want everyone thinking that I'm just comparing it to this, but it feels like the the last. I haven't played the new one, obviously, but it feels like the last God of War. The ca- the camera's very close to you, and although it's a Western game, you're actually doing a lot more punching than shooting. So You've got like this, like gauntlet thing. A Polish studio. All right, are they okay? Ah, they did uh, Shadow Warrior Three. Uh, All right, that explains uh, a lot of things. And Track to Yomi, but Track to Yomi is a bad game. But <laughs> we'll not hold it against them. <laughs> maybe they weren't too busy working on this because Jesus, this is so well polished. It just it feels so weighty. Like every punch, it just it just feels like you're cracking something's jaw open because you're you've got like this big gauntlet thing, and the gauntlet itself can do different abilities. So you've got this parry system. So if something hits you just as you parry, you electrocute it, and then when it's being stunned, instead of just throwing the normal punches, you go into like this punch bag animation, and you're just beating the jaw off it until it explodes. <laughs> or you can do sort of like a Devil May Cry thing where you can uppercut them and then pull out like, the six-shooter and wail into them, and your the, ah, your guns have no ammo. They just have like a cooldown, which yeah. is... Ah, you, you wouldn't use ammo in this game. There's too much mayhem going on. And then there's like a, there's a cool mechanic where an enemy will start to glow, and that's an unblockable attack. But if you press your your kick button, you sort of interrupt them and you like melee them into another attack. But they only glow for like, and I mean, it's a it has to be a split second reaction. So I tend to do more dodging than trying to interrupt attacks because you've got a you've got a nice wee dodge, and then if you double tap, you do a roll, very much like God of War. Um, but it's just, the combat in it is just so solid it's the the moment the game started it just throws you into the thick of it very much like Gungrave it goes aye there's some vampires go kick their arses and you're like aye alright then and you're oh, it it slowly introduces you to your abilities as well so I don't think I've even got everything yet you're using mo- mostly your gauntlet and your pistol in the first level and then yeah. as you get on you get your rifle and your shotgun and your dynamite and things like that but it has this really cool superman punch so like it's a really cool way to close the distance to enemies as well. Like he sort of runs forward and he'll charge up the gauntlet and just go in. It sends out shock waves, and if there's anything around you, they're now in shock mode. So you then do the punch bag thing I was talking about. So you're just stringing all these different attacks together. But then it almost has like a a doom like feature where it'll introduce you to different types of enemies. So like we we normal grunts just pawns. So you're just smashing away at them, no bother. But then it'll start introducing you like to a, a werewolf. And you'll fight one werewolf by himself and you'll think, right, no bother. But then your next room will have like a werewolf, a couple of grunts, and now here's a new flying bastard. So you're having to sort of work around what to do with each enemy to take out each enemy at the right time and things like that. And it's just it's just all about... It, it definitely makes you feel cool, but you are working for it in this game. Um, it's, it just feels so good to play. It's solid is the best way i can put it and just weighty mm. and and the thing i enjoy about it as well because you look at it and you think of a game like this that it's going to be a big open world and all the rest of it nah it is just levels it's like here's a start and there's the end just punch your way through it and you're just like yep this is this is my type of game i am absolutely loving this i'm only about five hours in um i guess the story's your stereotypical vampire thing you work for this uh agency who hunts vampires and during the wild west and your dad's the the 
the boss of them and then the vampires attack your base because they're fed up with humans getting better technology it's almost got like a steampunk thing to it you know there's you know like i say this gauntlet with electricity and all coming out of it and big airships and all and you know so the vampires are flying around in airships during the day so they stay away from sunlight and all and ah. so as far as i'm aware now there's this new type of vampire that's infecting people quicker than ever and there's they're using spiders to bite them and then go bite humans in towns and that's how they're affecting them but at the start it's pretty cool as well because you just go into this town and it's all humans but they're all vampire familiars so you actually start off like fighting normal people and then yeah. you start fighting the monsters and things like that. So it slowly introduces you to everything. It's really, really well done. You know what a good of Blade? Yeah. It actually has a very Blade feeling to it. I remember that Blade yeah. game. That no, it <laughs> but even, uh, you, you've got, obviously, I'm not I'm not the biggest person in stories, but um, there's a guy who, I don't know when you're playing co-op if the other person plays this old boy, but he is basically Whistler. He's retired. He wants to go and just you know, drink whiskey and smoke. And he keeps getting pulled back because the vampires won't stop. So he's kind of like your wee mentor. And he's he actually shouts, did I catch you fuckers at a bad time? And I was like, sweet. <laughs> they definitely wanted to have the license. <laughs> to be fair, I, I prefer this more because I'm, I'm a love the Wild West. And I think this is one of the best Western games I've ever played because it's just so well put together there's no worrying about are they going to continue to support it because it's just a single player game and there's obviously upgrades and hidden things to find and i i'm definitely going to be going back to this a lot and i even want i'm going it's one of those ones i know when i finish i'll come back to it and go right i want to play this on a harder difficulty now because this was so just so much fun so yeah i would definitely definitely recommend it it's just that great combat feeling in it and the, the, the whole thing is there's no like there's there's no don't be expecting puzzles or anything like that. This game is solely made for combat. <clears throat> That's what this combat. Like. Yeah, it, it it looks like something that'd be interesting. Has a cool look as well, doesn't it? It it's great looking game. No, I just want to. The only small thing, and I have noticed this, is I think they've taken inspiration from Michael Bay when it comes to their color saturation. <laughs> oh, is everything orange? Just, Everything's when you're outside, everything's really orange, and when then when you're underground, everything's really red and green. Mm. <laughs> like, okay, guys, calm down. But now, thankfully, I thought it was the whole thing was going to be like that. But the level I'm in now is like an old sort of mining yard, and it's at night in the snow. So it's, at least it's changing it up, which is nice. Yeah, problem. If uh, off on a tangent here, but Disney try to make a blade, which I think they they are, aren't they? They they got something but the problem is is they'll make it part of the marvel their mcu which yep. then just completely waters it down yeah because in that original films like vampires controlled fucking everything is like are we gonna say vampires <laughs> are everywhere and control everything in the current mcu uh, when everything went to shit it's like uh, just do a film and give it its own mm-hmm. world it's like that that shit doesn't work in comic books, let alone you trying to do it in film. Um, I think you get away with it more in comic books because you can just read a certain arc of comic and have that just be, that's the story that I'm going to read. Whereas the films, it's, I suppose you can't just watch a, it's, uh, but if they try and turn around and go, right, I word, this is all linked, but, uh, this 
vampire lord has been ruling this forever and you're like hang on wait a minute a year ago it was all ruled by this guy and two years before it was ruled by this guy so it's like hang on where did the vampires come from yeah and you kind of did thanos so everything yeah yeah there, there's no bigger bad than thanos he literally wiped out half the universe it's like top that fucking kang that's <laughs> that's what they're doing is kang the conqueror a lot of people they lo- love kang the conqueror he's all time travel so it's th- things are gonna get fucking yeah. everything we've been playing then uh sure let's move on to some game news in the first piece of game arrested oh the, yeah <laughs> the creator of sonic oh, now dear. well well is that is that right to call him the creator he had a hand in had make, a hand. making the original Sonic games. Yes. Uh, he's been arrested uh, for suspected insider trading. Um, he bought shares uh, in a developer, mm-hmm. um, a developer that would then go on to make a Dragon Quest mobile game, and apparently he and other people at Square Enix knew that this developer was going to get picked to make this Dragon Quest mobile game, and of course if a developer gets, you know, you're making Dragon Quest mobile game in Japan, that's huge, that'll, that'll make their stock go up. So they all went in and bought stock um, at the lower price, knowing full well this was going to happen, and that's mm. what that's what insider trading is. Um, mm. So yeah, he's in. <laughs> I don't know if he's in jail, but he's been, it's such a square. Enix. Yep, totally is. <laughs> uh, that company's. I, I think you might be right, and they might be trying to tank themselves so somebody buys them. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Now, Yuji Naka's involvement with him has been a complete disaster because there was. Did you play his game he put out? Which one? Uh, Square Enix. Uh, Balan Wonderworld. No, I didn't. It was meant to be dog shit. Uh, absolute dog shit. There was there was all sorts of drama with that as well. Where yeah, he said one thing and they're like, <laughs> we should just have a, a weekly thing now. The the antics of Square. <laughs> I think it's probably it, it's weird being like. Square is a shitty ass company, um, mm-hmm. but then there's developers working really hard at the true all the final. But it's like it's it's Square is like the Final Fantasy the developers built that gave it that fan base, and then they're like, <laughs> "Well, would you want to? Here's a fucking cloud NFT," and you're like, "Go and shove it up your hole." Yep, but there are some sad people out there that go, "Oh, it's a Final Fantasy collectible. I'll have it." They g- see they gave away the cloud NFT with the real toy, which is the dumbest shit. Ever. Oh, that's right. It came with an NFT. Just give give me an actual actual fucking physical action figure. Mm. Which, but you know, once you have that, um, yeah. So that's not the only uh sort of behind the scenes drama. I'm gonna let you take this one. What okay. the f- what the fuck's <clears throat> going on with Mick Gordon now? So. We all remember when Doom Eternal came out, there was a bit of controversy in regards to the soundtrack because when Doom Eternal was announced, they announced the collector's edition and they says, right, we're going to give you the soundtrack as part of the collector's edition. So we were told when the game came out, right, it's going to take a bit longer because Mick's still working on it. And everyone was happy, you know, oh, that's grand, you know, because, you know, Mick Gordon gave us the first Doom soundtrack, which was amazing. Um, then the soundtrack was give, uh, given out to the collector's edition uh, for the for those people, and hell broke loose because people 
I, I don't know if I would have noticed this, but people were like, hang on, this is compressed, the fucking yada, yada, yada. And Mick Gordon came out on Twitter and literally went, yeah, that's because I didn't mix these and I wouldn't have mixed them like that. And I don't want anything to do with this soundtrack. Yeah. So people started getting on to Ed going, hey, what the fuck are you forcing you know, Mick to put out this shit for? So Ed then went on and they put out this massive statement basically saying, listen, we give Mick all the time in the world to do this. He didn't meet our time frame. So we says to him, listen, we have our guy, Chad Mossier, who worked on Mick with the soundtrack. Sure, you do a couple and he'll do the rest of it. He agreed, but now he's obviously throwing Chad's work under the bus here. So here we are 18 months later, nearly two years, and Mick Gordon has came out and basically says, listen, you were all, you were all told a bunch of shite. What happened was I was threatened uh, for timelines and deadlines and all this here, and I was basically being worked to the bone. I was not being told what was needed. I was just told, here's the music and we need this music. He wasn't given gameplay or anything like that like he was with the original. And he had all these emails and documents to prove these emails he was receiving, okay? A week later, Ed then came out again and went, hang on, they fuck Mick. Uh, look at these documents. So... <laughs> They have emails of Mick Gordon going, I, I'll have this ready definitely for this date. And then him not meeting the date. <laughs> Which is why they were sending the angry emails in the first place going, all right, we need it for this date. It must be this date. So it's a real fucking shame, but it's a proper game of he said, she said. Yeah. So it is. It, <laughs> I, I honestly believe that um, in, like if, from what I've taken from it, uh, Mick maybe has taken a little bit longer than he should have and I think Ed have panicked or maybe not even Ed, maybe it was Bethesda because Bethesda are the, the parent company aren't they so yep. it wasn't that long before Doom came out there was that whole shit with Fallout and the backpacks oh yeah 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 and they got cleaned out because of this didn't they like there was a whole, there was a lawsuit and everything if I'm not mistaken yeah well they've had multiple things that got yeah, there was a lawsuit for the the canvas uh, duffel bag thing, the canvas bag that uh, that the helmet, of the special edition, would yeah. come in, and then they end up sending nylon bags, and everyone's yes. like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it turned out there was like asbestos in the fucking helmets as well. Or some that's shit. right. Fuck, that's right. So I reckon Bethesda were like, "Right, we don't want another fucking disaster with hey, I bought this." collector's edition where's my soundtrack so i think maybe there was a bit of sort of forced hand with get him to get this fucking soundtrack done so of course they were like get this fucking soundtrack done and he's been like oh well i'm working on it yeah so the word it is a cracking soundtrack <laughs> i i love doom and doom eternal soundtrack i think mick gordon is absolutely amazing i believe mick was doing this because since this happened he has said himself his work has started to slow down his offers. Uh, um, and obviously you would think because you're, yeah, you if know, you're you, difficult to work with. I sort of, no, yeah. we, we have obviously, we, we've watched the fantastic no clip doom documentary. We both watched that. Haven't we? Yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. Yes. Mick Gordon does seem like a bit of a strange wee man. There is no denying. He probably is a bit odd. Yeah. But I think it's just cause he loves music that much and he's really good at what he does. And it, I honestly believe that He's just trying to restore his reputation to do what he loves to do and obviously make a living. 
because it's what he, he does. And then he's obviously maybe went down a bit too hard and then we're like, hang on, wait a minute. Now we're being fucking made out to be the baddies here. Here's our side of it. And I don't know if this will ever... I don't think Mick and Ed will ever work together again, which is again a crying shame. No. But does that mean we'll never get like the proper Doom Eternal so interaction? Did he, they did they fix it? So he apparently did contact Ed. He has the documents for this saying, listen, I know the the collector's edition has been released and all, but if you want, go on let me mix it properly and we'll re-release it or something. And Ed did get back and go, nah, don't worry about it. It's done now. So he was offering to remix it. But I think, again, that was maybe this guy, Chad Mossier. He was obviously the guy that done some of the game mixing. And I don't know whether maybe they would feel shitty on him or something, but I don't know how. But you never well, will get the Mick Gordon mix of the Doom Eternal soundtrack. I mean, it's badly. like Mixing's such a huge part of... like It can completely change the recording of a song. Like, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. much. Uh, if you want uh, a really good example of a really badly mixed album that uh, is way over compressed, um, is Death Magnetic by Metallica. Mm -hmm. Holy shit! So that like that that's what they mean when uh, yeah overly compressed. So so it's to make it louder. It's been compressed to the point where it is causing audio clipping, which is. Uh, do this all the time on here, but it's it's where like your your audio levels get limit, and it makes like this distorted sound. Mm. Um, so it, it maybe it noticed it or thought it was it sounds shitty, but on that album you can hear it. Like uh, it it sounds like if like if you have a stereo or whatever and you turn it up too loud, and the speakers start to make that fuzzy weird buzz. When it gets really loud, that's that's what the audio clipping sounds. That's compression, and it, it's it comes from a point of not knowing what the. F Aye. Not that I know. I know it's a incredibly important. Aye. Like I said, it's it's just it is a bit mental that this has all happened. Yeah, I mean, two years later after the game, but obviously this was just Mike trying to fix his reputation because his work had started to dry up. Which, for someone as talented as him, should not be happening. That'll be like your woman that used to voice Bayonetta. Definitely be trying. Yep. Up. Yep. Definitely. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what was happening with all that there. <laughs> what about the Streets of Rage movie then? Ah, <laughs> oh, Christ. So we've. Lionsgate has picked it up. Yep. And it's got the guy that made John Wick attached to it. Yep. <laughs> Um, that's that's all there is. I guess if you're gonna have anyone do a Streets of Rage film, <laughs> that, that's who it, does it. It's gonna be an hour and a half of people getting punched and kicked a lot. And fuck it, I'm yeah. on board for that. <laughs> I mean, you could potentially have like the raid situation on your yeah. hands. Like, it's just yep. a minute fight scene. That's I love the basically, raid. Basically, what fucking John Wick is. All three. Yep. We've done that three times. Yep. And they're getting ready for a fourth. So, yeah, I mean, if you've got the John Wick guy doing the Streets of Rage movie, fuck it. I'm on board. Yeah, I don't see any horror. As long as they don't try <laughs> and make it a big fuck. Like, <laughs> like they're Jeez. doing with Sonic. Oh, gee. They need a lore master. Oh. Um, so, uh, we recently had a, a batch of graphics card video. I'm not sure if you've seen this, but the uh, the top tier one, the fool's cable. Cables? Keep the cable into it. Or Jeez. melting. That's not good. Nope. 
which uh, you know this, this thing costs it, it's sixteen hundred dollars. Can see, so yeah, grand and a half at least. Um, yeah, so people are suing. I'm not surprised. Yeah, like if you didn't notice, that was melting, and I've I've seen people be like, "Look, there's smoke coming from my PC. Like I could burn your house down." Yeah. Uh, how, how did this not get noticed during testing? Like, this is an isolated incident, I'm guessing. This yeah, is like there's a- loads of them. There's the, uh, yeah. the price. Uh, like, they, they price in it because they, they just jack. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, it's I know crypto has crashed, so not so much. You would have no bar buying one of the mm-hmm. two. They, they should get. Uh, who makes the 4090? That's NVIDIA. NVIDIA? Yeah, maybe maybe stop card and stuff. Mm. I mean, that's that, all that's not necessary. That's like it's it's things like this that make people PC gaming so where it's it, as long as you're not trying to ray trace K, like you can, you can get it. I did. Um, it can be done. And uh, people forget as well. It's like at the time you'll buy a top of the, um, and like that thing there is way too much power ever. If you're just playing, um, you'll be running stuff forever. That fucking thing, um. Like before my PC, look at that was a 1080 in there, and it was still like anything new stuff, new games coming out. And then hmm. consider you've got you know 30 years of PC games, yeah, <laughs> to catch up on that you pretty much have access to through various uh, things online. Yep. I don't, I don't know. The elitists fucked up by Melton. <laughs> um, Overwatch two, not much on this, but and the. the <sighs> <laughs> this is kind of a no shit sort of thing, but they've said they're going to uh, make improvements to support to make them more fun. Uh, so <laughs> someone will play support. Um, I don't think it's not fun to play support. And one of the things that annoys me about playing support is their players. No. The problem is people run off on their own, start getting blasted, and then go, hey, I need healing. And you're like, uh, no shit, but you're in the middle of the enemy team by yourself, so uh, bye. They're obviously still struggling with getting the balance right there, but yeah, it's hard to get people to buy into, hey, you're going to be the healer where everyone wants to see themselves. Mm. Just start putting healing in play of the game. Or remove play of the game. Removed? You fucking removed every other stat. Then, so Aye, why true. not? Who cares? Who won? Who lost? That's all that matters. Aye. Um, it's it's if you have good healers though, it's oh, it'll change. Hundred percent sure. We've we've been ourselves been playing healers, and let's be honest, as healers, me and you know, we've carried teams through shit. Hey, mm. they haven't realized how much we've been healing them. Uh, supposed to be making changes to the battle pass as well. Um, <laughs> does that? mean that they will make it less of a grind? Definitely not. Uh, that's that's the issue. It's all change is coming soon. No solid yet. Um, oh, this, this is a stupid one I saw. PETA? Animal Rights Act. They were calling for uh, Santa Monica to PETA where you befriend the animal. Which is fucking stupid because in that game you can't you can't kill animals. Unless they're enemies that are trying to actively kill you. Mm-hmm. And also, <clears throat> they're not animals. They're like fucking Norse beasts of legend. <laughs> yeah, one of them's a 20-foot wolf. So, um, yeah. yeah. Good, good luck finding one of those in the wild these days. And this this shit. <laughs> they're like saying, uh, the dog's been cheered, chained up outside in the cold for ages. Uh, 
They f- the t- Kratos and Atreus find him in deplorable conditions, enduring the cold ravages of uh, Fimbul winter, without any shelter, no food aside from Kratos or water was available to him. Um, all dogs deserve loving homes and warm couches. Now, here's the thing: there is a real problem with people. Ma- mm-hmm. This is not it. No, and this about- dog <laughs> is a guardian to the gate of hell. So if you want to complain at anyone, Peter, go complain to Satan. He's mistreating his dog. Peter just, oh, uh, they're so... Uh, I wouldn't be Satan. What am I on about? Who's the Norse god of hell? Uh, Hella. Hella. So go complain to Hella. It's like, Peter kills so many animals every year. Yes, so, sorry, do. euthanize so many animals yeah. every year. Uh, and then they they have the fucking gold to get like this is obviously attention getting stuff and it's obviously what it's like they they they're, they're just like fuck off they made that uh, stupid fucking super tofu boy as well uh, as you know they, they do this all the time as if games are the problem they're the the games aren't actually mistreating it as like super meat boy isn't actual meat he's pixels on a screen he's not uh, pe- is that what it was the the game isn't even advocating for meat. No. no meat gets eaten in the game. You are a boy made of meat. And they're all, they make a super tofu because uh, they're like, oh, tofu doesn't scream when you cut it into it. Newsflash, dickheads, neither does meat. It's already fucking dead. Yep. You dumb shits. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> uh, no wonder they all live in the forest and have sex with goats. <laughs> Legalize animal marriage. <laughs> fuck. Oh, yep. Fine shoes. Um. Tecmo, I think, have announced this or just sort of suggested. Or, or Team Ninja uh, looks to be rebooting both Ninja Gaiden, which... I would like to see a DOA reboot where I didn't feel ashamed playing it. Because <laughs> DOA has such a good fighting engine, but DOA is not known for its fighting engine. I remember the last one they're like showing trailers and you're all like, Jesus I- Christ, they're all fully clothed. Uh, this this looks really good. And then it was like, pull the rug out from... Yep. It's like, no, no. Uh, boobs are I, still I, in there. I thought to myself, I was like, oh, this could be a DOA. I mightn't be ashamed to buy it. And then, was it like two months after the first uh, announcement? They're all, oh, by the way, here's all the classic outfits and, uh, and uh, these outfits and these outfits and schoolgirl outfits. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Here's a no. bath towel. Here's a bath towel and the, wedding dresses. What's that all about? Like, what's the wedding thing all about? I don't know. I have no be a freaking fetish for it out there somewhere. I uh, know. That, that just screams fucking trad wife bullshit mm. to me. I don't know. It's like, can you not just take, like, uh, have the badass ninja woman just be a badass and nope. have the Mari somewhere, though? I don't, I don't know. That's no good, though. <laughs> it's like, let her, let her have her own age. Who the fuck are they getting married to? There's no, I don't know of any fucking, I don't know. The, no, the, same. There's, it's like, do uh, the dudes have, like, fucking I don't, outfits? I, I don't know. Probably not. The dudes don't get many outfits. Yeah, I don't think. I was always raging too, because DOA 2, they used to have this amazing outfit for Bass. And he was in like proper big biker gear. And then they just never give it to him ever since. And the dude actually is a biker in the game. So I was all, where's his fucking biker outfit? And they're like, nah, nobody wants that. Here's him wearing fucking, I don't know, a jester hat. And you're like, I don't. <laughs> He's supposed to be Hulk Hogan. It basically is Macho Man and Hulk Hogan mixed together. Oh, why would you mix those two? That's awful. Apologize to Macho Man. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. To be fair, he has more Macho Man moves than... 
Oh, does he drop, he's... drop an elbow? Oh, he drops the elbow and he does the, the, the big taunt and all. And the, the only Hogan-esque thing about him, honestly, is the, the hairline. That's it. And the beard. No, no, he has a macho man beard. He doesn't have a Hogan beard. Oh, I thought he had the hand, blonde handlebar over the black stubble to Hogan. No, 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 uh, no. Okay. He's, he's got full macho man beard. It's, it's just the blonde sort of blonde hair and the bald head. That's the most Hogan thing about him. But even, f- even his voice is very macho man. To be fair, I have more wrestle moves than Hogan. Just yeah. in everyday life. <laughs> yep. Do you want a random fact about Bass, though? I've never watched the film about this, but apparently in the DOA movie, he is played by Kevin oh, Nash. Very cool. <laughs> I've never seen that. Bet you it's awful. I, I bet it's awful in a good way. It probably would be. Because I think it's one of them ones that, like, it's like, this is no hope so too much. <laughs> uh, uh, following on from the, the... We were talking about the, the Call of Duty saga with uh, Microsoft and Sony. Uh, so... Uh, News thing is, uh, Microsoft are saying they offered Sony uh, a tenure to keep the the series. Um, to which Sony's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's it, it's goddamn stupid. Or yeah. he said, he said. <laughs> yeah, it's more of this. Jim Ryan said it wasn't true. Is that Microsoft is a tech giant with a long history of dominating industries, and is highly likely that the choices gamers have today will disappear if this deal goes ahead. Um, no, I don't think so. I I think you'll still be able. Well, if they're saying it's still on PlayStation, I'm fine. But um, Jim Ryan has this in his head, and I guess there probably is some truth to this because people are weird with this stuff. Is like. A PlayStation gamer is a PlayStation gamer, and and you're somehow, you know, tied to that, and can't oh, dude, can't buy an Xbox. That's never happening. I can't get a PC. I'm PlayStation right. for life. I've yeah. got a PlayStation tattoo. <laughs> Don't tell Jim I own a PC. On a switch, Jesus, he'll show up at my door. Might take my PlayStation away from me. I know people do this shit with car. I I know a couple of people like that. They'll only buy a certain. A manufacturer of car, but like, why don't they do it with like Crewave? Yeah, <laughs> or or like um, socks. No, it's I I'm it, it really uh, I get like the one thing Sony has is like its first party lineup, which is very strong. Yes, and that's that's how it should be. It should be about the games, not about the fucking box full of silicone that you, that's playing them. Hmm. I don't know if Jim Ryan understands that. It's just him making up. Oh, they're taking away choices for gamers or PS. But that—that's not. <coughs> it's not. It's not them taking away the choice of their platform. It's always. Uh, um, but yeah, from that or stuff, you you get the the Phil Spencer's at his fucking wit's end. Uh, <laughs> With all this, he just uh, wants it to be over and done. And uh, you know what? Microsoft is not buying. Is not buying Activision for Call of Duty. That's not what they're after. What they're after is uh, the mobile developer King, mm. which is where the real money is made, because they they've tried so many ways to get into that that mobile space, and they they just don't have a presence there at the minute. And that's what they're after. That's that's the big thing of this this sort of purchase is is King. It's not Activision. They don't want fucking Blizzard. They don't give a shit about that. They want King. So that that's why he, he keeps 
given those concessions, like he said things like we've heard him say, oh, we'll, we'll guarantee it for seven years and then say, as long as there's a PlayStation to ship to, as long as we make Call of Duty games, we'll do, put them out on PlayStation. And then come to this is like, oh, here is an actual fucking document messed up. But you're right, though. It's the mobile market he's trying to get on day. Mm. It's like, a, that's, um, I'm pretty sure that's Candy Crush. Yes, that is them. King made Candy Crush. And yeah. that, crazy as it sounds, Candy Crush is still bringing in so much fucking money. Yeah. And yeah, it's like a decade old now. Yeah, that, that's the thing with... Uh, it's really hard to make a new mobile game mm. because, you know, all the the millions and millions of people are playing that are all, like, 90 years old and don't change. <laughs> so yeah. they're like... They're not going to yep. go fucking... They're not looking at what the next game is. They know, this is my Candy Crush and I shall play this until yep. I'm dead. My ma has a wee game she plays on her. And I swear to God, I think she's beat it about 20 times. But she won't play anything else because she loves this wee game. And I keep saying to her, do you, know, do you not want a different one? Nope, nope, this is my game. And I'm like, aye. So you're absolutely right in what you're saying. Under mm. person. No. And other, other shit Sony's up to, apparently, right, we know that they were removed the leaving soon. Plus, uh, it's not the premium one. It's the essential? No, nope, the one in the middle. Oh, uh, uh, essential extra. Extra, yeah. So they removed that tab and let you know what was leaving. So apparently now they're just fucking lifting shit out without even, like, like people were able to, like, on Reddit were putting up lists. And this one took everyone by, by surprise. And I don't know how you're supposed to say this here, but it's like, is it Y's or Y's? I, I thought it, I was actually going to call it Y's. I was just gonna say the letters, the YS series. Well, it's a it's a long running JRPG series. Mm. It's one. It's just disappeared. The PS4 is gone. So if you're in the middle of playing that, <laughs> it's all right. Better buy it then. Um, mm. And people have asked the NAS America, and they're like, "We don't know why we are oh, investigating." <laughs> so not even the publisher <laughs> knew this. Jesus. Sony's not taking the thing seriously at all, are they? No, they don't give two shits. They obviously seen it didn't get the big song and dance that they were hoping for, so they went, ah, fuck it then. Yeah, shit compared to for a start. Yeah. And also the the premium one is a joke. Yeah. They've added fuck all to that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing. And I don't think they're working on it. No. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, wrestling then. Let's talk about mm. Full Gear. Fuck yeah. More... Yeah, so... Overall, I enjoyed this show. I hope this is basically putting a close on all the bullshit with AEW that's yep. been taking place over the last few. We can get out of this. The show itself was very good. Had a wee bit of a in the middle was was maybe a lull, a lull, a blip, like not bad by any means, but just like it was bookended by really good matches. Um, yeah, with a bit of just meh um we had that pre-show first where we got uh the ricky starks uh brian cage full gear tournament semi-final because ricky starks got hurt uh, it was supposed mm. to be the final on uh, yeah ricky starks got hurt delaying his my lance archer uh, so we got him beating uh, brian cage on the the pre-show um what uh, we also got a eight was it eight man or no ten man tag team we'd set up uh best friends orange cassidy and a mystery partner mm -hmm. uh against qt's factory um so let's talk about this yeah. uh so we saw on dynamite 
best friends handed Cutie a, a, a creepy VHS tape, and we we saw <laughs> we saw a ring style video of of teeth. Um, yep. I think we all knew what was happening here. Yep. Uh, Dan Eisen wasn't happy about getting pile drived on the steps, so uh, you get very serious, very evil Dan Eisen. Oh yeah, and fuck me, he just hit the ring with a purpose and. There is the ultimate evidence. Everyone says he can't. He can't do anything. He fucking and obviously the he done. He made sure he didn't drop the clothesline on the biggest of them. But even mm. see his uh, what do you call it? A ripcord clothesline. Yeah. He, he near took your man's fucking head off with. When he wants to, he can be a stiff wee bastard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and and getting in there was very good to see. And I like mm. that he changed up his paint. He was splattered with blood. It, yep. it was more reminiscent of. You know the the exorcist face, mm. but creepy looking. I liked how later on in the show though he's back to his normal. Yep. <laughs> and who's whose fucking suit was he wearing? Exactly. <laughs> he had a a jacket and a tie, and I don't know where he got it, but it was way too big for him. Yep. <laughs> but I, uh, <laughs> it was because uh, he's obviously he's had to go get all that makeup off, get a whole set on again just to do a. 30 second backstage segment <laughs> unless that was taped before oh, that, maybe could have been he gets the win and he brings out the teeth yeah did the teeth spot yep and then afterwards he hasn't used the big railroad spike in years that's like his oh, yeah. really early days when he was like proper scary Danhausen. <laughs> of course if anyone's gonna take it it's gonna be QT and the fucking fans love that shit uh, the other pre-show match we got Eddie Kingston versus uh, Junak. Um, Brilliant. On Rampage, he, he had a match against June, but it was a tag match with Ortiz and Takeshita. Uh, but he has signed. Who? Yeah, he's officially uh, part of AEW now, uh, okay. which is a great sign of your star. Mm. Uh, but Junakiyama, like they say, you know, they said that this is. Eddie Kingston's childhood here grew up. I think you could tell that mm-hmm. that that was that's a shoot right there. The guy, especially after the match, mm-hmm. it was so fucking just overcome. Um, Eddie, I mean, uh, yep, yep, a, a good guy uh, to get out to like right at the end of the pre-show too. To you know, <laughs> hype everyone. It's like like you have no excuse. Buy get get the buy the pay-per-view already. <laughs> buy the goddamn pay-per-view. <laughs> Here, Excalibur and Taz laughing away. Yeah. Um, but that was a that was a went Lots out. Lots of Yeah, of course. Fantastic. Uh, and then we get into the show itself. Um, start this one off. Uh, Jungle Boy Luchasaurus straight in there in the cage match. Uh, Christian Cage outside. I love like uh, Jungle Boy gets bleeds very early on, and they get this really great shot of Luchasaurus has got his face jammed up against. The cage, yep. and you just see the blood trickling down the links of the cage. Yep, and they they really they, they just you could tell these guys were just so comfortable working together in that cage. So it was such a smooth match. Mm. Like there was no moments where you were like, "Oh Jesus!" Like something maybe gonna go wrong. Nah, these guys were in control the whole time. That's a one one two guys. Um, obviously, we get some shenanigans during the match. Old cage gets a Christian cage opens the cage itself. And uh, some shit spills on the outside, which is how Luchasaurus is then able to bring in the said uh, the table, which mm-hmm. was going to be a big factor. Yep. 
But fair play, fair play to Jungle Boy, what he did at the end there, I couldn't believe it. That was some the, jump. The elbow drop off the top of the cage through the table. Aye. Aye. Holy fuck. Good way to finish it uh, and, and into the snare. That was cool. He didn't pin him. He made him tap. Oh, aye. He tapped the big man out. Be interested to see what's, what's next for Luchasaurus. Yeah, I, I don't think... No point in turning him back. You know. Oh, no. Great match. So absolutely fantastic way to start. And then, fuck <laughs> me, this for you. I would put this was the match of the night for me. I have watched this match three times already. <laughs> I was blown away. I Holy actually got up the next day and watched it again. Uh, so this is obviously the, the Elite versus Death Triangle. It definitely seemed like Elite were back with something to prove. Uh, they, well, Death Triangle too. Um, oh, I. It's mad they think that this is almost like a full circle, though, because if you think back at the original uh, AEW pay-per-views, it was Kenny and Pac mm. and the Lucha Bros and the Bucks. So now they're all together as trios. It's like, fuck, I don't know if this was planned or not, but this is fucking brilliant. Yeah, it was a match so fast-paced. Like, well, mm. it's one of the most fast-paced matches. It's just It's non-stops. But because it's, like, trios, you, you can do that. You can just keep all the, the chained moves and all the double-team. It's... Triple tombstones at one stage. Triple tombstones, <laughs> right. The, the part with uh, the Bucks and the Lucha Bros doing, like, the dueling kicks. They kept, like, blocking ah. each other's kicks in the center right. of the ring and all. Fucking great. Um, Yeah, a big Foxy and Punk chant. Yep, <laughs> I was about to say, the Enjoyed fans obviously chose their side. Enjoyed that. Yep. I love the fact that Brandon even cut it into BT. <laughs> <laughs> no context, just random fuck CM. Oh, hey, l- look at this crowd. What are they saying? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people were shouting a lot of things there. I can't keep track of it. Um, oh. Yeah, but uh, the big story of this match, um, obviously you're assuming, you know, triumphant elite coming back, but it uh, looks like Pac finally wore Phoenix down. He used the ring belt to bonk Kenny on the head. Kenny to end Kenny. That's mm-hmm. the mad thing to me. Now, here's the thing. At the start of this, we were told this is a match, but then later on the pay-per-view, Excalibur announces, oh, this is a best of seven now. I a big... His words were, because of what happened, they're right. making it a best of seven. Tony Khan has announced it will now be a best of seven because of what happened during well, the match. If you're doing that because they cheated, why don't you just have a rematch? <laughs> I'll happily watch these guys <laughs> wrestle seven times. <laughs> but sure, you can't... I, I know these guys are good, but you can't have the same fucking match seven times in a row and still be fresh on the seven. And they're going to go the full seven. Because <laughs> <laughs> when's the last one? It finishes... January... If- Aye, New Year's Bash, if I keep... I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a mad big story, though. This this is like a huge story to get their belts back. This match was... That was was fine. I was expecting more out of the Elite's uh, return with regards to... You know, them being deleted. I mean, there was no reference made at Mm. all. Um, Well, they obviously didn't want to reference that, I'm guessing. But I'm wondering, uh, is there still something there? Because being the Elite, we had the part... Yes. After the match in Kenny, it was like, it's like, what is it? What have we come back to? What is this company anymore? You know, mm. sort of that 
them sort of doubts. So maybe there there'll be there could still be something around that that sort of controversy. I, I think it's such a waste to leave all that. I know there's probably legal ramifications, but I tell you what, CM Punk's is on his wee shitty UFC show commentating, talking sh- all sorts of shit. So you know, how come he's allowed to do it? And Wait, he's, he is talking shit though. Yeah. Ah, fuck him though. Uh, <laughs> TBS title, uh, Nyla versus Jade. Mm. <laughs> that was there. <laughs> yeah. The worst thing is, I know, well, we know Nyla can do great matches. Mm. I just, yeah. She, she, need, she needs an opponent, though. She, she worked with what she had. <laughs> just not much. I got the biggest thing in the match was Jade's costume. The Thundercats, uh, yeah. Chitara, Thundercat. fucking thong thing. And you're like, is she wearing tights or is that paint? Because mm. I can't. Uh, so Jade gets her title. Yep. Uh, the Ring of Honor four-way match. Uh, this match. was very, very uppercutty and choppy. Yep. Um, Danielson's you... arm was fucking red from the money uppercuts he was giving out. <laughs> Do you think they were trying to get the crowd to side with Guevara? Yeah. And they just weren't didn't, having it? Didn't work. Nope. I don't think that'll ever happen. I mean, the whole thing we were building up was like, uh, Sammy is is just in this match to help Jericho tries to get the title. Um, mm. And Jericho push each other but it's like everyone just wants to boo Sam yeah and when Jericho was then beating the shit out of him that's when they were that's the only time Jericho got cheers obviously when it was either Claudio or Danielson then the crowd turned up to change to them again this crowd was very higgledy-piggledy though yeah uh, Claudio didn't do anything dodgy nope as they, they hinted he might but no. him and Danielson fought obviously because you know yep. that's what they do They, f- but what did you think <laughs> Jericho kind of fucked up the end in there. But. See, it was a bit of a fuck up, but it almost looked kind of cool as well in the same way because he went for his jumping. He went for <laughs> a jumping Judas effect and he caught him in the guts. He fucking fell. He fell. Let's go. Let's I, thought he, trying, I thought he was trying to jump. I think he was so like you have you have Claudio doing the big swing on Sammy I think the whole thing is like you jump over Sammy while he's swinging mm-hmm. and hit the Judas effect mm-hmm. instead he's like you fall into Sammy into Claudio <laughs> then Claudio's like no no I'm not taking a fucking three count with that gets back up he's like dude properly <laughs> I, uh, that's the one thing at least Claudio was sort of you know uh, well, wake enough to go nah fuck yeah. this I'm looking so, down to like that let, let's go again yeah uh, yeah it would have been worse if he tried to sell it at least that way it was like uh, fuck mm. uh, it, he didn't it, he it, didn't get all of it aye so yeah, back up is like uh, here's another one um, yeah Jericho retains and he, he's he got uh, Ishii on Dynamite oh that'll be good and then we come to Brit versus Saraya Saraya I guess so I'm just gonna start calling her Slayer oh okay (laughs) her mother mishaired Slayer at a concert right did they say Saraya no they say Mm. um speaking of her brother was there with an American accent yeah that's weird does he just live in America and lost his but she lives in America and she still has her that's a good point all we heard him he was just shouting come on but that that is her brother though Ah, uh, that's what they were saying. I, I no, that, no, that that is him. That's Zach yeah. Knight. Um, he's a wrestler as well. Um, yeah. So th- this match wasn't. Nope. It was the the occasion was big. I, mm-hmm. I get that. This is someone who hasn't wrestled in five years, was never supposed to wrestle. That's that. That's the reason for it. Um, 
But the match itself was very sort of, it just seemed like going through the paces. There was no crescendos or build. No. Nope. Especially the finish. The finish was just like, here's the finisher. Uh, it wasn't, you know, built up to. And it wasn't like it was out of nowhere either. It was kind of just both were trying to get through it, which in one way can be understandable. It's like maybe maybe someone, a, a stronger in-ring in performer could have got more out of it. Yeah than Britt Baker because we know Britt needs a good op- an oppon- a good opponent to have a good match obviously let's say for the sake of argument that Soraya has ring rust and she's not as good as she could be I'm st- still waiting to be convinced that she's as good as everyone's making out that she is but you know we'll, we'll see but why not give her someone who could at least I know she says in her post interview that yeah Britt carried me through the match and I'm thinking oh shit that explains a lot then mm-hmm. Why not give her someone who could easily have carried her through? Yeah. But like, do, you think, do you think Tony Khan just is blind to Brit's limitations? Oh, it has to be. Why else is she still the main? Like, you know what's really ragging me through the match as well? JR kept J- saying that. I was going to bring that up. Oh, the, she's the top woman. It's like, it's fucking Tony Storm. Shut your mouth. That's what I kept saying. It's Tony like, Storm uh, is the champion. She is the top woman in the company. Stop being a fucking arsehole. This is the kind of shit you would give off about on your podcast. Mm-hmm motherfucker so, so yeah he's burying the title you know the, the, the champ doesn't matter because brit's the top dog and all this here and you're like jr going shut up hey so yeah that was ragging me the match was ragging me and i was like ah oh, jesus so i was kind of glad when this one wrapped up i really was <clears throat> yeah not not much of a, a match yeah nice mm-hmm. moment her coming back uh let's hope that she gets better um hopefully the nerves have gone now and see her do something because yeah. like Come on, seventeen years experience has to count for something. Yeah, you, that's a, yeah. You know, you don't spend seventeen years doing this and be. And she was good in WWE. Like so I hear. Je- so I hear. Je- the uh, thing, so it's been five years since she wrestled, right? Yeah. So five years ago, WWE was doing good women's matches, wasn't it? Yes. Was that yeah. More recent? So 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 she she was sort of. She was in that initial charge. Right. She's got. Okay. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of the. You know, the credit goes to uh, Charlotte Flair, uh, Bailey, uh, Sasha Banks, and uh, Becky Lynch. But, like, she she was in there, too. She she was technically... She came up before them. Um, she was also sort of leading that charge. So you, you have to give her that. Um, and she she has the, the in-ring talent. I've, I've seen it. I've seen her matches on NXT. She is... She, she has an inner... She'd be okay. better. She'd be better in the ring than Brit. Right. She should be. <laughs> should be. But um, yeah, let's give her some time and see what happens. Uh, as long as you have to keep in mind is the the shit she has beat that five year gap as well is no joke with addiction, um, practically being kidnapped and abused by just just fuck you know people putting fucking her her sex tape getting out there and then people sending who the fuck does that who does that. It was like, oh, there's a sex tape of a wrestler. I know, I know what I'll do. I'll send it to your family. What sort of fucking weirdo are you? Like that's that's the internet. Uh, TNT title match. Uh, on second watching, this wasn't too bad. Uh, the first one, I was like, um, but we're getting a bit long in the tooth there, and maybe I was tired. Um, it was just a hoss match. Yeah, a um, bunch of big guys, big men doing big moves. Yeah. Um, it, it was pretty much what I expected. What I did not expect 
was the goddamn finish. Yeah, Joe is our TNT champion now. Um, <laughs> the, the TNT title needs a big, I think, some, mm. someone high profile. Not saying Joe fits that perfectly or, or is the, the guy for that, but that's what we got. And I think that's what the intention here is. Joe can do good matches, but he's also very good on the mic. And I think that's what he, maybe the title needs is someone who can build up instead of just going out murdering people and going back in again having someone who can build up a match as well is mm. always a handy thing and obviously joe is very very good yeah. at that i think warlow needed this as well to just like do something new mm. um because not his fault at all it was book, no. book shit in that title but let's hope it's the sun uh f- for this fucking <laughs> jeff Jarrett match god jesus entrance was so long as well <laughs> fuck off who do you, who the fuck do you think you are I'm, fucking fucking crowd didn't give two shits about they, him they either. gave no shits about him no one even wants to boo him that's how much they don't care uh, um but I did not realise this was a no DQ match as well yeah I think that was only announced during the day uh but yeah Satnam Singh was involved yep uh, became it clear when the ladders came out now let's give credit where it's due here Mm-hmm. Satnam Singh, mm-hmm. a lot of involvement in the match. Actually, did did not embarrass himself. No, he had a couple of good spots there. Darby jumping off the ladder on the stage, uh, tries to do a dive, a coffin drop on to Jeff Jarrett down below. Satnam catches him. Um, Sting doing his usual suicidal fucking jump off the balcony shit. Um, Satnam catches him doing that as well. Well, nearly catches him. Sting jumped clean over him. Yeah. How the uh, fuck you do that? I don't know, but thing managed to do it. Yep, we we saw him run. Yes, that's new. That's a spot. <laughs> <laughs> that's novel for him. Uh, we saw him do a decent choke slam. Oh yeah, that's right. And uh, we saw him take a bump. It was a scorpion death drop, which is half a bump, but a bump nonetheless. Yep, he, he was on his back for a time. Uh. So yeah, that's that's the best of this match. Sting and Darby win for Sting and Darby. <laughs> Same, because at one point I was going, "Oh my God, Jeff Jarrett's gonna win this! Don't you fucking let Jeff Jarrett win this!" I hope he goes away. I hope that's him done. The shortest war on a promotion there's ever been. Yep. So the last three matches, straight strong women's yes. title match: Tony Storm versus Jamie Hader. This was excellent. Brilliant match. Um, crowd start. Great match. Um, Brit obviously getting involved <sighs> of course she did but not in the way we thought would happen she does take a turnbuckle pad off which almost backfires and uh, storm gets shoved who did into she, it who did she curb stomp onto the belt though hey, she curb stomped tony storm under the belt did she not oh did she oh yeah yeah oh, she, right. curb, she curb stomped her first onto the belt threw her into the ring then they went for the turnbuckle thing there was a, a lot of shenanigans from Brett because that's yeah. when my eyes started going off. Oh, for fuck's sake, this match was going so fucking well. So the, this is going to be a, do you or do you think this is going to be a case of you wouldn't be champion if it wasn't for me? Give me a shot. I hope so, and then I hope Hater just runs over the top here. Uh, but it was a good match nonetheless. It was a brilliant match. Um, it was a fantastic match. Crowd was obviously very very on Hater's side. I actually felt sorry for Tony Storm. Yeah. But I mean, again, she hasn't, she hasn't done anything wrong. But she hasn't been able to build up the. No, thing. she hasn't been able to do anything to sort of 
she, get the crown yeah, on her side. She hasn't been made feel like a champion no. other, other than having the belt. Exactly the same thing that happened with Thunder Rosa because we need to all look at Brit. Uh, tag title match. The acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory. This was very good. Uh, put on another great match. It was obviously a big moment during this. It was kind of what we was we were all waiting for anyway. Which the was the uh, breakup. The breakup. Although how the breakup was done was fucking fantastic. Yeah. It's like Keith Lee just be like, you know what? <laughs> it's just he just pats Swerve on the chest and he goes, right, I'm out of here. Yeah, and then uh, Swerve, you know, uh, he tried holds his own on his own, and I think that goes goes to show like the the acclaimed. If you look at it this way, they have no fucking right to be champions. If you look at it in the storyline, so they they locked themselves into getting a a title match and lost. The better team mm. won, but because the fans demanded it, they got an hour shot. Which they did not, were not entitled to. Tony Khan just gave them that shot. They cheated and won. Billy Gunn got involved. Um, and and then, like, we have this match where, again, because of Swerve's actions, he's obviously frustrated and doing fucking heelish shit, um, which he didn't need to do. And even when you're watching, like, Swerve and our glory were beating the fuck out of it. They were winning hundred percent. Like they weren't even mm-hmm. breaking a sweat. Like uh, Anthony Bones getting his ass handed to him. Um, and then it wasn't until Swerve started to do the shit, uh, and uh, Keith Lee was like, "Yeah, you know what? If you're gonna act like that, I want no part of it." And they then get a two on one. Um, so like they're the, it's real underdog shit where it's like they they are just champions by happenstance. Um. I wonder who they're going to defend against next, because FTR should, by all rights, fucking destroy them. Well, this is the thing. You could make them the big underdog story, though, if they somehow just managed to pop through FTR. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly can't see them having I can't a see super long reign. No. Um, but, yeah, I think FTR will take it up. You want FTR to add, add the... Like, at Wrestle Kingdom, they're likely going to be fighting Aussie Open for the IW titles. Um, mm. Not sure who's going to win that, but you some point where they have the AEW, IWGP, and AAA, and Ring of Honor titles. Mm. They also have to defend those at the uh, final battle, which is yep. next month. Um, and then the world title match, mm. where we, we... The thing happened, but not in the way yeah. that we expected... I was just more shocked how on MJF's side the entire crowd was. Yeah. But obviously, Mox being Mox being absolutely amazing at what he does, just he, leaned in, did he? He did, I. He healed it up. The sarcastic he, bows. Uh, see, the moment he did that, I was like, oh, fuck, he only does that normally when he's tagging with Callahan. That's their thing. They do the sarcastic bows together. And I was like, ooh, cool. It's good seeing him doing it. I've never seen just him by himself because obviously Callahan still does it but yeah. I've never seen Mox just do it by himself so heel Mox is a is a very similar heel Callahan thing then that's pretty cool but Mox is just tearing him apart this whole match he has beaten the living piss out of MJF yeah. this whole match I know, but Mox is so good um, yeah, yeah I, d- I don't think anyone's like, that, like MJF's fantastic he, yeah, he yeah, deserves yeah. it as well and he, that was the whole story is like MJF has been pretend to be a face here um it'd be interesting to know like did mjf know that william regal was going to help him and mm. uh slide him the 
the brass knucks. Um, That's what Excalibur was asking: is all how long has this been in the making and all yeah. this here? So mm-hmm. a couple of uh, an hour question as well is: is that the end of Blackpool Combat Club? How does this affect the rest of them, or is just Mox out of it? Well, Wheeler Yuta and Danielson are ready for killing each other anyway. So yeah, that's true. The whole thing sort of. And we're about to get a very, very angry Moxley. This is the yeah. second time this has happened, and he went off the rails the first time. Yep. So what kind of match are we gonna get? <laughs> will we do another exploding barbed wire death match and have it. I wonder. Will he take his break first though? Will he take his well earned holiday and then come back to a big? Do you, re- do you reckon he'll take uh, a big, like, that was supposed to be six weeks, but uh, then that was supposed to coincide with the end of that being when uh, Rene Paquette started? Ah. Can you lose both of them now? Uh, he does deserve a breakout, but I'm also excited to see what, because proper fucking nuts, Moxley, peak Moxley, I think. Yeah. I wonder, though, because obviously the, the pay-per-view was in uh, Newark, New Jersey. Yeah. So that is, is that close to New York or what, what was the uh, it's, So it's New Jersey, it's right beside. Right, okay, so some people reckon that's why MJF was getting all the cheers because he was technically the, the hometown guy. <laughs> he was getting cheers, like everyone was all into him. But yeah, I think he was sort of claiming that as, as hometown. Like he's from Long Island, which I don't think is that in terms of America is really, really big. Yeah, maybe yeah. it is close. Because um, I wonder what Mox's reaction will be next time he shows up. Will he? Because they were just—he was getting straight up booed because he was against the MJF. But I suppose this is the perfect opportunity for him to turn the heel and be all, "Now, nah, fuck you, lot." <laughs> I'd love to see. I'd love to see heel Moxie. Uh, just be, destroying everyone's favorite people. Uh, like it looked like we were going to get a heel Moxley before he had to go to right. rehab. Um, That's right. But maybe we could get back in because mm. he'd be very frustrated screwing him out of his title. There is something we should mention before we finish up with AEW, and I wanted to talk about one thing that happened on Rampage. What was it? the amazing Athena heel turn? Yeah, that. Well, technically, this has happened on. Yeah, but what she did on Rampage is the most yeah. thing anyone has ever did in the history of AEW. She laid hands on Aubrey Edwards, and that. She- did not Locked go down her. well. Just pasted her on. Aubrey stole the shit out of it, like, but the fans were like, boys were jumping out of their seats, and like, what the fuck? That, that's good, like, uh, because we've never seen it before. Nope. And then we saw more ref on, oh, on, on, on full gear. But probably, that was be, would be one criticism about that, the main event. It's like, maybe a wee bit overbooked. Maybe <laughs> just, like, two ref bumps? Come on. What is this? Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, Athena needs this. Gives her something to actually sink her teeth into and get a bit of personality there because is the, the white meat baby face type thing just is there's not much to it. But if she no. can be super violent heel, let's, yep. yeah, let's do that. Yeah, I guess uh, we'll finish up here just quickly. Right, Survivor Series because that is this Saturday. Um, so we've got a couple of matches uh, planned for it. So... We do know that Ronda Rousey will be defending her SmackDown Women's title against Shotzi. I don't think anyone thinks Shotzi has a hope in hell winning that. She qualified to challenge Rousey through a six-pack challenge. There's nothing to I I just, I can't. Whatsoever. Um, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. That will be. That will. And then the other two matches are the, are the big ah, yes, war games. Right. 
No, war games. It's war games this year, not oh, war games. Survivor, so even better. Um, so you got a women's one where we've got Bianca Belair's team, Asuka, Alexis Bliss, Bianca, um, Mia Yim, and uh, yet to be announced uh, against Damage Control, which is Bailey's group. Um, and then we've got the Bloodline crowd uh, versus the Brawling Brutes, uh, Drew McIntyre, and this week the returning Kevin O. Which is which, so I think I think I do like it. They, WWE have up until this point on NXT have done really good stuff. War games. I remember that one you told me about. It was the women's war games where your woman done the mad dive at the end. That was a fantastic. Not just the dive though, but the, the whole match was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he's the, this is the, I think this is the first time they've done it. Yeah. Uh, but I think I think week. Yep, I'm but, gonna go play Gungrave. <laughs> Or are you gonna play evil? Uh, I can play both, not at the same time, but you know. <laughs> play some more. Well, we're gonna do that. You can go do whatever the hell you do after <laughs> listening to us. I don't want to know. Until, until next week. Bye. Bye.